Hey, welcome to the Crack Ten Comedy Club! Welcome to the Crack Den, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Look at this, Jude, a popular demand. Aideen is back. Aideen McQueen. Thank yeah. you very much. Great. It's good to have you back. We were just chatting about um, how comedy has changed your life. I know. We started really deep before the mics even went on. Yeah. How has comedy changed your life? Like it's hyper aware. You know? Okay, so you become hyper aware when you're on stage. Big time. I'm only getting that lately and I'm over 10 years doing comedy. It's That's only recently, yeah. I, I, other people have it and they're like, oh my God, that guy was giving me a dirty look for the whole time. That man had his hands folded. I could go on stage and I'd nearly black out. I'm not even aware of the other people. I kind of pretended to look at them, but I didn't really. But lately now I've been really trying to eyeball people. I remember seeing Andrew Maxwell doing a gig when I started Comedy First. I felt like he looked into my soul. And everybody at that gig was in Vicar Street felt the same. He was so good at making eye contact. How did you know everyone felt the same? Because I asked the five people that I was with. <laughs> okay, good, good. And I assume that my friends are totally representative of a uniform crowd in Vicar Street because I'm a really normal woman. And five out of five, 100% of yeah. your survey is at, 100% of the people. So he had the 50% hotter thing. Well, you were saying earlier Yeah, about definitely. The, yeah. I don't know if we recorded that. What were you saying? The stage makes a man 50% more attractive. As like, long as it's going well. As long as it's going well. And like, to some people's eyes. Some people have... The, what, what's it called? When uh, someone's man on the stage syndrome. Man on the yes. stage syndrome. But is there, there's woman on the stage syndrome? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it never happened. I wish... <laughs> No, it's the there opposite. Is woman on the stage well, y- oh yeah, oh, if a woman's oh, no. in a band. Oh yeah, Good oh yeah, Lord, sexy. If a woman's a lead oh, singer yeah. of a cool punk band, or a bass player, bass. or a drummer, or a guitarist, no. yeah, yeah, or an independent-thinking politician. Okay, get out of town. He's obsessed with Holly Kearns. Never sexy, are they? Holly, Holly Kearns. Yeah, he's obsessed with woman Kearns. on the stage syndrome for Holly Kearns. Okay, so this is the thing I have a problem with. Like, I just want to really be a French chanteuse that just goes, makes no effort. And men love that because she's singing, she's not speaking, she's not complaining to them. She's quiet. It's, it's, more, it's, it's more mysterious. It's more mysterious. It's mysterious the they, can't, they can't understand it. Yeah. yeah. And then, then, um, then it's, but when you're a gobby comedian, they hate that. And you're just like, my ex boyfriend, his cock was the size of a lawnmower. Like, they don't like that. I I mean, I told you about the date I went on with a man from um, a west of Ireland town. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going quite town. well. <laughs> I thought it was going quite well. In fact, we you know it was all very nice. And then I went on stage. I, I was doing brilliant. I was, as they say, as men say, I was smashing the gig. I was murdering it. And I went as on for half what an do hour. What women say? We just said I did very well. <laughs> <laughs> they laughed a lot. I think they liked me. Well, I enjoyed it. That's the <laughs> modest way of saying I did great. Yeah, I did yeah. fucking. I enjoyed it. And uh, then, uh, then he was like, "Oh Jesus Christ! Like Jesus, your parents don't even talk about that kind of thing. Jesus, that's mad. Like it's a bit full on, isn't it?" Now he did video me, and he was laughing while he was videoing me, which was great. And the camera was shaking. And it was laughing in time. Oh, okay, that's good. But no, they are. It's you're in too much of a position of power, I think. And men don't like it so much. It'd be like if if I fancied a guy and I went on a date with him, and then he he said, 
let me do my ballet for you. La, la. And he was really good. It's like maybe stripper pole dancing or something. But I just wouldn't find him sexy anymore. That would be kind of hot though, no? A man being like... Yeah, if he was in... Like, I wouldn't like it if he was in the in Magic Mike or something like that. Or whatever. No, I wouldn't like that. A lot of ladies love a Magic Mike. They do, but I don't think they'd want to marry a Magic Mike man. Oh, it's yeah. too yeah, much in their true. feminine energy. Like, I don't like a man who are at all in their feminine energy. Yeah, you know say, what I mean by that? Say, stop strutting around in the nip and fix that shelf. Yes, mm. so true. Like, if a man ever goes like this, that's a big ick red what, flag what, for what, me. What, what was that look exactly like? A... I'm so cute. He's pouting. Oh, the yeah. man. If they're pouting. doing, yeah, if you see it, you'll see it on internet dating. Men will have photos like this. Where they're pouting and they're trying to make themselves look Cheek sexy. Bones. I'd rather yeah. they look shit. Here's the yeah. look I hate men doing, like but I, I mean I hate anyone doing it. But when men do it, it's particularly cringy. The eye roll, like. <laughs> you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, like. But when do they do that though? I get it all the time for I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? Maybe just roll in their eyes. No, I no, 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 I, I get it. Like, it's a sexy it. eye roll. No, it's not a sexy eye roll. It's like a disapproving eye roll. It yeah. could be. It could be. So I could do it. To you, but it's about someone else in the room. It's oh, like, it's I like see. a bitchy yeah. eye roll. So mm. like, yeah, so like someone else does something, and I look at you like, oh, oh yeah, I don't like. And that. it's the worst. I used to work with a guy, and he he gave me like fifty eye rolls a day. It's like <laughs> anyone did anything, he'd look at me and go. And I was like, man, stop doing the eye roll. Like you're just coming off like the biggest arsehole. Just, yeah, just say what it is. Just like if you don't improve with what someone's saying, don't be like that's passive aggressive, isn't it? Just be like over to them. Just like. Why would you say that? Like, just it's funny just to be like oh, throwing your open. eyes up to heaven is what we used to call it. Isaac. Yeah, did you hear that expression? Yeah, he, she was through her. My mother used to give, put people in detention when she was teaching, and one of the top reasons for putting people in detention was ve- that very thing: if they threw their eyes up to heaven. Oh, that's great! Well, you'd have to be such a good teacher to spot an eye roll <laughs> oh. in the class because like, oh, they're Thirty-five students are like, hey. Jack yeah. down the back. Yeah, she Did hated you it. fucking roll your eyes? She must have been hyper aware. Imagine like 40 years teaching and you're just like, and she'd be come back from work and she'd be like, she threw her eyes up to heaven at me. Oh, oh, you know, and it would be such yeah. a big deal. It would ruin her day. She'd yeah. That's hear, such a specific. Hear an eye roll at that point. She's been. Yeah. yeah. So it's in that, that, that borders on some fucking George Orwell. Uh, it does, doesn't it? Thought police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> did you roll your eyes like, no, I've got, I've got like pollen in my. <laughs> I don't care the reason. You know the policy in this <laughs> yeah. classroom. Yeah, I think. No, um, the, the ceiling is leaking. Don't you be looking up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, when yeah. you teach. Oh, the it ceiling's up. not good enough, is it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, in your eyes at the ceiling and the floor, right? Eh? <laughs> I think when you teach in an all-girls school um, in the country, there aren't those discipline problems that you have. Like in our school, I remember once I got into massive trouble at Christmas. Like I ruined the Christmas mass, and. Do you know what I did? Oh, what? So no, we we definitely don't. <laughs> Actually, you don't. Yeah. So there was the Christmas tree was all decorated, but because the budgets for schools in the nineties weren't very good, they just the nuns just decorated the front of the Christmas tree, and then the back was quite bare, mm. and there was like one bauble. Well, I but just the back be- was invisible. Generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I did was just before. Start of the church mass. I turned the Christmas tree around. Yes. You spun it around. Yeah. One bubble. So, Roll your eyes at that, bitches. Yeah, yeah. and it so, was a scrotum and I bubble. Exposed the lack of decoration and the <laughs> falseness. <laughs> and I ruined. I ruined. Everybody was the staring first at it. Like, 80s <laughs> first conspiracy bust. Yeah. 
Religion's not real. Yeah. It's all fake. It's all for about property. Yeah, it's exactly. So, and there was this one bauble Christmas tree, and the parents were like, "God, it's very badly decorated, isn't it? The tree." And like, whatever teacher, religion teacher's job it was to decorate it with a few oh. transition years was just so upset. Like she'd done such an effort. So somebody tell tattled on me, no. and um, tell tattled, tell tattler. You know, they they snitched. We say tattle tile, and you say tell tattled. Well, it's the to do of it, you know. So like they are a tattle tale, but they tell tattles. Oh, yes, yes, the verb. Very good. I just, I just fight my case. Yeah. I have yeah, no clue. That's much. the actual thing. I'm just like, yeah, they I'm snitched. on your side. They snitched. No, they I just never heard it flipped before. I like oh. it. Okay. Tattled, they tell tattles. They tattle tailed. Whatever it is, they they told on me. They told on me. Snitched. I don't like snitches. I grassed never liked them. Did you find out who snitched on you? They grassed you up about the tree. I have my suspicions. I have yeah. my suspicions. Name them now. Kira Murphy. Kira Murphy! Oh. I'll get you. We'll get you next Christmas. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. other good has doing stand-up comedy done for you? Oh, okay. So definitely my communication skills are much better. I just, I feel really, I'm really socially confident. Like, I'm not confident in a lot of things in my life, but I'm socially confident. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I go into a group of people, I'll be liked no matter what. Right. Because um, I have this secret, secret superpower of being able to make people laugh, not taking myself too seriously, you know, being able to roll with stuff. Now, as I say this, I sound like a massive prick. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, everyone likes me. Yeah, yeah, but I know, like, but, a lot better than you would have been if you yeah, did Yeah, 10 years yeah. ago, you know, I think if you can make one person laugh, then you can make a room of people laugh and then you can put, put people at your ease. And co- humour is such a gift. It's such a gift to be able to go and make people laugh and put them at their ease. And like it helped me in my other life with politics and those kind of things that I do. You know, you make somebody laugh, you self-deprecating joke, even if you're late, you know, or, or something like that. You make a little joke and then you, as you admit that you were wrong in a humorous way. That's so powerful. I would say that's a yeah. big top tip for anybody. If you're wrong, own it in a humorous way and you'll be so forgiven you know they'll be like I know what you mean if only if only Hitler had a only his mistakes man own it before just before D did like okay I made a mistake do you know like uh, that would be the first time that someone that, that a comedian or someone trying to be comedian said too soon yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, you're still doing it, Hitler. Yeah, I mean, if Putin came out tonight and did a press talk and said, I am so sorry, but thanks for Putin up with me. <laughs> People would be like, What's with yeah. the German like, accent, Putin? Yeah, like, that's grand. true. Sorry. I, Hitler stayed in my brain and then Putin. Vielen Dank for Putin, Putin up, up with, with me. me. Yeah. So the, I can't remember how, what is a Russian accent. I don't really know. Is this a Russian that's accent? That's close enough for yeah. us. That's, that's yeah. Hollywood Russian. That's good. That's Hollywood Russian. Hollywood yes. Russian. Yes. Da. Da. So uh, that is, that's good life advice for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Self-deprecate before the blame is even put upon you. you exactly don't but don't say sorry if you haven't done anything that's really annoying for people but uh, only a woman would say that what uh, you, as a bloke as a married bloke you gotta apologise for everything it doesn't Do matter you? man just apologise it's the quickest easiest just own it and I would say that's quite noble like if you're in school someone else did something wrong and you said that was me, sir. <gasps> You'll be a legend. You're a legend. Yeah. And, and ever since then, and I, like I used to get in trouble for shit that I did, and then I was like, you know what? That's just me now. And then, and then you own it. And like I wasn't a legend, but I was always in trouble. And I was just like, you know what? That makes a really good married man. 
That you are. That's amazing. That's yeah. and, and like some people, but no, nah, I've heard. I know people. People like you, Eddie. Everyone says, "No, man, I'm not apologising for something I didn't do." Well, then you're just gonna be fucking hated by some people the rest of your life. Yeah. Just go. Sorry, yeah, my no, bad. I have no problem with that. If someone wants to hate me for something I deem that I didn't do or that I believe in. And if they hate me over it, I'm oh, like, well, yeah. that's your problem. You I can't only fool most of the people most of the time. You believe in stuff. I don't believe in anything. Oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I don't believe in anything strongly enough to be like, no, I am standing up for that. There's like, oh, fine, man. I'm sorry. I didn't realise. <laughs> like, everything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when the tanks come rolling in. Yeah. Uh, and then when the tanks come rolling in, I mean, it's too late to apologise then. Yeah, you're I like, know. guys. I, I feel like I'm quite weak like that. Like, you know, when you're small or a child and you watch like the boy in the striped pyjamas or something to do with World War Two, and you think, oh my God, if I was alive, I would have like saved all the Jews and I would have like kicked the Nazis. And you think like, how could people have not done anything? But I think actually based on my personality, like I was a French woman and the those Nazis came in, I'd be like, allez, 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 Allemagne, it's there, it's there. Woo, woo. What German man can I sleep with just to save my ass? Like I know based on how weak a person I am, I would have not done that. Okay, here's a question for you. What's more important, to be right or to be happy? Happy. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, probably probably happy, really. I mean, but also, <laughs> you can never know if you're fully right anyway, you know? Like, like it's kind of a trick question, isn't it? It is. If you say, if you go down, if you say right, that opens a whole other can of worms. What is knowledge? <laughs> you know what is right? True. What's right for you could be right. Yeah, for like, for, like right wrong for someone else. There is a, there is some objective truth, but most a lot of it is just subjective. So, you know, this is what happens when people do philosophy in Galway. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Particularly, question, particularly in Galway, a lot of questions. Particularly oh, yeah. in Galway, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> always asking questions. Yeah, why am I here? Everyone's a philosopher. Yeah, why, why am I? Why am I here? Because you're unemployed. That's why you're. Because <laughs> you want to do art and it's raining. Because you're playing. Because you're playing the bongos in Shop Street. All right, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, the, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? So sometimes do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? I want to be happy, but sometimes if you ask a lot of men that question in particular, they say, "But if I'm right, I will be happy." <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. You both did very well there. You totally passed the test. Thanks. Yeah, I knew Good. it was a test. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to answer the truth. <laughs> you obfuscate. Obsc- you. Do you know what? What word am I looking for? I can't for? mansplain it. I can't do please it. Do, please do. Obfuscate. Obfuscated the, very well. That was really well, good. Well, I can't manscape because I've never said obfuscate before. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you mistake, you mistook uh, mansplain with manscape, which is when you did uh, I say manscape? You, you say did, manscape. yeah. You say I yeah. can't manscape because my bush is so big. <laughs> there's no saving. I it. can't manscape or obstetrician, whatever you said, because I've got huge pubes. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't manscape Next or time. obfuscate. <laughs> Next yeah. time someone's talking about, it, can't believe you mansplain. And I'm like, I oh, know. It's quite easy with scissors. Just trim <laughs> around there. <laughs> Just make sure the scrotum hair is not too long. Like um, how often, how, like, how bad is mansplaining? Um, do you know what? I used to, I don't actually believe in mansplaining anymore because I've seen how men also mansplain to other men. So they're not doing it on purpose to women, I don't think. Um, yes, I think you might be right. And I sometimes moon tour explain. So, being a former primary school teacher, I'll just be like, okay, so um, my name is Aideen. That's spelled A I D. You know, I'll just over mm. the top, like, um, overly explain things to people, um, you know, um, and spell things that I don't need to spell, like, be really patronizing. But is is there is there is manscape playing but too bad? Manscaped. There's a fine line between men and a man. <laughs> mans, mans, I've got everyone manscaping. Mansplaining and talking to you 
And if the man just makes sure to be really, really, really handsome, then he's never mansplaining. You'll just be like, oh, my God, tell me more about being a stand-up comedian. I really need to know. I've only been doing it for 10 years mm. and you've never done it. So you should tell me. Yeah, yeah. I think mansplaining is just, that's just, that's just, uh, it's, it's patronizing in general. If anyone's being patronizing, it's not good. Yeah, because I'm sure bl- men But if it's a bloke doing it, if it's a straight bloke doing it to a woman. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, here's, here's it is, it is a, it's Ultimately, it's a gender neutral it is, term. yeah. It's condescending explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, whereas, like, man spreading is definitely <laughs> a man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't. Yeah, you can't. You man can't. spread to show my manscape while I'm mansplaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's something, right? I noticed <clears throat> this is from like Aussie barbecue days when I was like going through puberty. But you know, when you, it was very sexist in the way that women were over there, men were over there, right? This mm-hmm. is what you grew up with. I didn't agree with it because I wanted to hang out with, you know, the women. Because women were always talking about Because, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you're, you're, you're going back and forth trying to get something off your mom, trying to get something off your dad. Women are always talking about people. What's she doing? Yes, What's they doing? What's they doing? What's they doing? Men are always talking about stuff. This highway, you go down that. How do you fix this? How do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? Oh. It's, it's logical. And mm-hmm. that, so it's like completely different. It's like m- mechanical over here and then personal over there. So I think when like men do mansplain or whatever, but they're always just like, and you know, when that's why like, there's a lot of arguments with like straight men, women relationships. It's like, I have a problem. And the guy tries to logically fix it. It's like, no, yes, I just need to be consoled. So I just need you to listen. Yeah. yeah. But if you didn't talk to her, she wouldn't call you a bitch at work. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, I don't need yeah. an answer for this. That's, I want that's you to just where listen it comes to from. Yeah. It's the whole, um, Men are white from Mars, can, women are from Venus. Yeah, that's a great book. <laughs> Did you know white, white, white Men Can't Jump? Yeah. That was the first time I kind of realised. I watched that when I was about 12. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and they're in, Woody Harrelson and that hot Latina woman are in bed. Mm. And she goes, I'm toasty. <laughs> and he goes, I'll get you some water. And she was like, oh, why do you have to fix everything all the time? Why do you have to just get me some water? That is not the sushi. I'm an independent woman. I can get my own water myself. I don't need you to tell me that you can get me water. I want you to empathize with me. I want you to sympathize with me. I want you to say, I understand what thirst is like. I too have been thirsty. I feel your pain. And it was so ridiculous, but it was such a good little... Yeah, it works. Yeah. I'm thirsty too. Yeah. Because men are like, and they sometimes they give a really extreme, like a woman just wants to talk something out and air it and that's she kind of releases something by doing that processing yeah whereas I could be like oh god I had a really hard gig and um well don't do that gig anymore yeah no, logic, be like, logic, I logic. can't believe you do, just retrain to be a solicitor you know it'll be like <laughs> <laughs> it'll be so extreme the solution sometimes like just cut him off you know oh I've got a pain in my arm amputate are you man-planning <laughs> yeah. so, sometimes the patience of just being there and listening yeah it's a lot too for men. painful yeah it's easier to just be like well here's a solution go on yeah. You know, it's, it's to hear so, anyone's problem, it's tough. It's hard it's to hear hard anyone's to, oh, problem. See, I man, don't I find struggle. it hard at all. I f- I love when people tell me their problems. I feel privileged. Oh, yeah. But if they're telling me the same problem for you this years and kind of it's a cycle of shite. Mm. Yeah, some people it's are. It's the cycle of shite. <laughs> you know the same. Well, like I have to, I have to hold back my solutions. You know, I have to like when they're telling me their problems, like they just want to say their problem and they want me to be there and listen. And then my mm-hmm. brain is coming up with a solution every minute to their fucking <laughs> yeah. problem. Like but like if I say mind. it, if I say the solution, they'll be like, I, I'll get a dirty look or I'll know that that's not what they wanted. Mm. Yeah. So now I just have to suffer in silence as they're telling me about their problem. 
and it's actually yeah. creating more <laughs> suffering for me than their ho- their problem ever was you know yeah yeah and if i could just explain the solution <laughs> we'd all be done with it yeah but apparently it's not the solution jesus it's tough do you know what's funny right because uh, max is six but he still he still has tantrums right yeah and uh me learning about how to deal with kids tantrums is helping me learn how to deal with a wife Right, because you can exactly. This is a good start. Hear me out. You, we, we've just lost half our listeners. Take but continue. Gen, no, take gender out of this. When you, if some, <laughs> okay, let's imagine Damo has a husband. There's okay. no gender. Damo's <laughs> talking about his husband and and a husband son. <laughs> so his okay, Damo's adopted son. a boy called Max. Yeah. He's six yeah, years yeah. old. He's with but his like, husband. Like I, I can't. You can't. You can't. Uh, when the kid's gone, ah, oh, but I want this. Ah, you you can't uh, reason with them during a tantrum. Mm-hmm. It's console time. Yes, and it's then very later true. you, you can go. Do you know when you yeah hug and it's even though even hug. though they're hitting you in the chest, yes. you still got to brunt it out. That's true. When you have a drunk wife who's like, "No, you piece of shit," yeah, banging you in the husband, chest, drunk, yeah. husband. Get, drunk husband, drunk husband, <laughs> you got to hold it, you got to brace it out, and then the next day or later you go, "Look, I'm sorry." Then you apologize, I apologize wow. for their oh thing. Oh my god, you should write you a self help book. This is good. This is good. I'm yeah. learning it. Because when a woman learning. is upset and cries, men are allergic to tears, and they, men will just freeze and not like want it. to. But the, what they should actually just just go and give a hug, not say anything, just hold the person. It's so effective. Do you know what's great about hugging someone when they're crying? Yeah. You don't have to look at their stupid crying face. Yeah, because <laughs> you're looking over their shoulder. <laughs> that's all right. Just come in, come in really quick. Yeah. I can't bear to see you like this. Your mouth is all yeah. downwards. Yeah. And yeah. Drooling like the snot. Yeah, come, in, come in real quick. Put your put your head on my shoulders there and give me those headphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me your give me, is that audible you got there? Yeah, I'll just put on a book there. Yeah, yeah. No, no. yeah. Cry it out, cry it out. That's daydream out. time. I would love so much, yeah, to have an invisible earpiece and just be able to put on a podcast with my eyes sometimes okay. when people are chatting to me. Mm. Like some people are just so boring. Yeah, well, you have long hair, so you can hide a little hair, buds. Yeah. yeah, now I have long hair. I didn't have that long hair yesterday. It grew very oh, fast. How did that happen? Yeah, it's hormones. Fast. I'm just bursting with hormones. <laughs> um, it's just the menopause, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. No, I bought this hair off the internet. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. it for me to yeah, look good yeah, for men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything I do is j- it's it's for me. Yeah. To be hot for men. I mean, but yeah, we all we all think this. People should do this, and people should do that. Do yeah, you yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy it. I feel like a mermaid. Yeah, I identify. Yes. See, I, the thing I is, identify as a mermaid. yeah, I identify. I I don't know if I probably told you about this before, Eddie, but I um I identify as trans hot. So I've got the mind of a hot woman. But I've got the body and the face of a normal woman. So I put on the false eyelashes. I get the fake hair. Get the tan. All of that. So that I pass as hot. And no one can say nothing. And then, yeah, well, no, they have to treat me like a hot person by listening to my bullshit stories and buy me drinks and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, good. so I'm trans hot. Well, I ad- identify as a smart person, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. like I'm, we all, I'm, I always, I'd love to think I was clever. I'm, I'm trans ugly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so I'm what actually, do you do? Yeah, you pretend to be on a track. You're really hot. I'm really, I'm really yeah. hot. But, uh, he just hugs up. I'm <laughs> How do you hug up? He hugs up. Well, I mean, look at him. He lets him see the hair grow. No, yeah, doesn't yeah, clean. Yeah. Don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> i got to tone it down, man. These bitches. There's loads of that. i got to, yeah. You get <laughs> one partner and then you don't want all the other people jumping it's at you. It's a great idea. Yeah, especially all the people that suffer from that. What is it? Stage, men, stage, hot. What's the name of it? Stage, man on the stage syndrome. Man on it's the, the stage most basic syndrome. name. Basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that syndrome where the man yeah. on the stage is? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's that. You've said all the words, Damien. You just need to put them in the right order. Put them in the right uh, order. It's like cheerleader effect. Do you know what the cheerleader effect is? No, when someone's dancing, they're hotter. 
Oh, no, they, but let me good, guess. good at a guess. When they're 14 and wearing a short skirt and thinking thrown in the air, people like it. <laughs> you're, you're taking it too. He's not a pedophile. He suffers from the cheerleader, cheerleader effect. effect. Yeah. <laughs> no. So the cheerleader effect is you see a group of women. Give right? me a D. Oh, I certainly will. <laughs> no, 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 no. Put it away. Jeffrey, put it away. Why does he keep coming to these games? You see a group of women and, like, you think, wow, that's a group of hot women. Like, if you saw a group of cheerleaders, it works with, like, those Dubai air hostesses as well. You see them and you're like, oh, well, all of those women are hot. But on close inspection, probably about three of them are hot, three of them are not unfuckable, and the rest of them are like... Bleh. So by association. So by association. Very yeah. good. So sometimes it works if you have, like, if you're a woman like me and you're kind of of an indescript age and you need to have a younger, hotter, teaser pony friend to bring you up in the world. So do you know what a teaser pony is? No. Oh, is that the one that gets the pony hard for the other? Yes, oh, yes. Like so f- mm. you might have an amazing brood mare that's won loads of races, okay, and thousands and hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of prize money. But as she gets older, the stallions are quite fussy. Even though she was an amazing mare and she's very but they don't know quality. her history. They don't they know, don't they know, they don't know what, happened. They don't what happened at Cheltenham 21. <laughs> no, they yeah. don't. They don't read or watch TV. Yeah. They couldn't give a fuck. So they get the... They, Who's what they this old bitch yeah. whopping around? <laughs> so they get some half donkey little teenager to Move come in. Move along, man. Yeah. Move along. Yeah. And they get some useless little young one to come in and she's all like... <laughs> and the teaser pony goes in front of the stallion. The stallion smells the teaser pony. The teaser pony shakes his little ass... And she goes, eh! and then the stallion is like, woo, he gets excited. And then he gets this massive horse erection, right? And then he goes over and he thinks he's going to go to the teaser pony. And they whisk the teaser pony away and they stick and the old brood mare. And then, boop, 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 And often they have a, a man whose job it is to stick the big horse erection into the... Into yeah, yeah, and give it a few yeah. more strokes. What's that job sort of? title? It's fluffy, It's amazing, isn't well, it? It's it must be a job title. It must be a job no, they title. they probably... Give it like you're actually another kind of job, but that's yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. They don't want to title that. Yeah, yeah. How do you decide at a young age? This is what I always wanted to do. I was always very good at putting the sausage into the bread roll as a child, and then later on, I liked um, squeezing toothpaste a lot. I think, yeah, naturally, I could hold a horse's erection. You know, it's for me. Um, it must be well paid. It's. I'd say. I. I wonder. I wonder. Well, do you know what? You could ask your missus now. She's not far from that world. So she's been involved she's, in that. That's true. I'm she sure she's know. been involved in this On a kind professional of stuff. basis. <laughs> she's a vet on a professional. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's pulled the stuff out of the mare. So she, has she put anything into the mare? That's what I want oh, to know. Oh, she's artificially inseminated mares fucking all the time. It's yeah, a good yeah, job. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and assisted, I'm sure she assisted some of these uh, yeah, breeding uh, rituals. Uh, with with they usually have candles and and dances as well. Oh, tell, so <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just technical. They they kind of have a bit oh, of a ceremony. So get the vibe yeah, going. They, they put on um, reggaeton. Despacito. Say this to Anna, Mamporero. In Spanish, Mamparero, name of a job, person who guides horses' penis um, into the mare for intercourse. Mamparero. That's the Spanish one. Funny, that came up first. I don't know whether you... That is funny, yeah. yeah. Mamparero. Oh, Um, a a horse masturbator. But it's terrible that horses, even men horses, are so sexist against older fillies. Mamparero. Yeah, even horses are ageist. That's often an argument. uh, You know, it's like, 
they used evolutionary evolutionary biology or mm-hmm. evolutionary psychology. That's it. Is like inherited traits that are kind of uh, often genetically uh, in in humans. You know, you don't choose certain things. So, like when a man, a young man, is not attracted to an elderly lady that is please don't call me elderly I'm sorry you gestured I didn't gesture oh my God. I gestured yeah. you get your 14th birthday and suddenly so just because I babysat you Eddie doesn't mean I'm elderly I was gesturing at a hypothetical <laughs> yeah I know I know I'm exaggerating an elderly man for comic effect uh, no <laughs> Yeah, but a young co- man. Present yeah. company excluded, <laughs> of course. But um, yeah, yeah. But, but that's like that's like evolution. That's not. It's not like that. Twenty-year-old is a bigoted bollocks. Do you know? No, <laughs> it's not. And likewise, that stallion in the horse world who doesn't mm-hmm. know the great history of this yeah. prize-winning mare <laughs> doesn't even know a personality. They might even click. Yeah, or call <laughs> clop. But it's. <laughs> but it's a. Uh, it's that's just you know it's just evolution what are you going to do but you know it's so funny because humans often use like those that as a excuse you can kind of use it as an excuse yeah. to get away with some you can. murder. Yeah. You're you just like, hey, look, that's just my DNA. That whole thing of mm. like men have to cheat around because they're programmed, biologically uh, programmed yeah. to spread their seed. Yeah. You, you choose your program, mate. Yeah, it exactly. Matter what you say, you, you know. exactly. I mean, you can't, you can't. You can you can you can stop cheating on people. You can override. Yeah, you can stop cheating. Yeah, that's stop cheating. Yeah, you can't say that's DNA. No, yeah. that's no. That's I mean, we've evolved. I mean, it's, we're also biologically programmed to shit in public, and we're also biologically oh, programmed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Demo. Why, no, no. why are you sort of embarrassed when you shit? Yeah, I know. I don't want to. I don't think you're here. Eddie's not. I've seen him. I would be embarrassed. I'd be so embarrassed to um to shit in front of somebody. It doesn't. It doesn't feel natural to shit in front of people. What do you mean? That's not a thing. Some countries, so apparently, you go and they will just be like having a conversation with you, pull down their pants, and start peeing. No, they do. They do. I was in a, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this is everywhere he was in, in the coppers country. There oh, recently. Oh, your yeah, copper face, Jackson. I was in doubles. Kilkenny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was went to church, and that priest. No, I was in uh, India, in Varanasi, and along the riverbank. Yeah, people would just be like chatting, and then they'd go down and yeah. do their business. And it's uh, that was the only place I saw in the whole of India, but in that particular place that was the kind no of, walls. No, no, no walls. Yeah. The riverbank. I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. shit in the river. In the river, beside the river. I don't know. All around. Everyone, people were shitting. And, While uh, they're chatting. Shitting and chatting. Chit-chat. Yeah, where the phrase chatting the shit that's comes chit- from. That's, <laughs> that's where chit-chat came But yeah, they yeah. went yeah. to the river. That, like, that's just, but that's where people went to shit in that area. Look, Damo, I don't know the geography of this. Uh, no, yeah, but I'm you're getting I mean, too hung up on... Um, Technicality, but people will look you in the eye and have, be having a poo at the same time. Nah, it's a different cultural thing. Eighteen's point is that some culture, it's a cultural decision that we've yeah. made. Is you poo in private, and it's no, it's a shameful no. Act. We're talking mm. about human instinct. The first instinct is to shit in front of people. It's not our first instinct. Our instinct. <laughs> our first instinct. I mean, the first instinct is probably to shit in front of your parents because you're like, I don't know what a nappy is yet. I don't know what a yeah. diaper is. We're going for. We're going back before nappies. We're going back to basic instincts here. It, uh, tribes. Tribes out in the wild. They've got no nappies. There's no time. There's there's wolves and lions out in the fucking right behind those trees. Yes, yeah, so and our shit. The other people should be like, look, keeping an eye out. <laughs> yeah, but you're keeping eye contact with them because you're like, tell me if there's a lion. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but you know, it's fight or flight. Part of fight or flight is shot or fight. Fl- if you, fl- sh- if you <laughs> are scared. 
You know, if do you ever get an urge to go to the toilet if you're nervous or something happens? Mm. Wee wee. Me need wee wee. That's yeah. delight in your body. So, oh my God, there's a grizzly bear there. You will shit and you'll piss to make yourself lighter so you can run away. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Mm. And you'll make sure to make eye contact while doing it. Yep. 100%. Yeah, and I, like, that would be a good, that is good. Like, if you shat and pissed yourself before an animal attacked you, they'd be like, well, I don't want to be tasty for this thing. I want to stink. Yeah, that's true as well. Stink off the, that's another, that's like another a, theory. Like a skunk. I'm going to cover myself with piss. That this, this tiger, this tiger's nearly got you. He's like, oh, this one's off. Guys, this one's off. Tamo's body doesn't, he doesn't run. He just does the pee. <laughs> just the shit and piss. And go, you want a bit of this? I'm smearing <laughs> shit all over myself. You want to eat? You want to eat me? That bear turns around. Uh, my, when my dog poos, she stares at me. It makes me uncomfortable. But yeah. See? That's not Dogs nice. don't care. Cats are embarrassed about it. Cats will always poo in private. They'll mm. go off in the little corner. Do you know what? I think cats know their shit stinks. Even though they act like their shit don't yeah. stink. But yeah. they, they know it. So they want it, They want to do it away because it could, it could give them away. Mm. That shit does stink. And is it just and marking the territory as well for animals no. to shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the dogs, especially with the, the wee wee and cats with the spraying. But I think the poo, they keep it very separate. The cats, yeah, they, they go away. They don't, they don't want, they, d- they don't want to, for predators to go, there's a cat. So mm. it does a shit. It wants to cover it up in the sand pit yeah. or something, hide it and then disappear. Other things you've learned from standard <laughs> comedy. Apart from shitting while <laughs> looking at people. What other things have you learned? You learn to be, you learn what you're like. You, if a normal person goes through the world, they're born, they are friends with the people they're friends with, they like Succession on Netflix, um, they, they have a few kids and they die. They don't really examine themselves. They don't. There you go, everybody. Sorry, everybody. But <laughs> Sorry. It's a grim life you have. You're you're an algorithm. You're a Netflix, yeah, you're Spotify just, algorithm. They 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 get they, they they get to forty-two. Never an independent thought in your dumb fucking head. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you fucking useless pieces of shit. Jesus. <laughs> and what so art form they, are you contributing to? They get to forty-two. Run they, of the they, get a, they get a bit fat. They do keto, and they have an ice bath, and they they have an affair then they get back with their wives then they watch another episode of Succession and then they die and that's all they do they don't contribute anything to society <laughs> no but the life unexamined as in they, you don't have to see your place in society or what people perceive you as but if you're a comedian you're always like what's my persona what's my vibe how do people see me well, you know what are the levels of ridiculousness that I am as a person and it's very humbling because you realise I'm weird I don't when I go out on stage people are making a million judgments about me there and then and you have to be constantly able to combat those judgments with jokes with humour by including people by showing people that you realise that you're mad and that you understand your character on stage that makes sense yes. so that also feeds it's good for life it's also bad for life but it's good for life like when I was a primary school teacher I was like how do the kids perceive me oh my god I better get a really good opening joke so that they accept me <laughs> crayons eh what's the deal with those oh. you know you don't have to think about those things but you, as a comedian you have to build up this self-awareness I think it makes you more perceptive about people as well especially emceeing to continuously self-reflect. You have continuous yes. self-reflection. Yeah. Mm. That is good. That's what we should all yeah, do. A lot of, yeah, a lot of comics would. Some comics don't. Some comics just go out and play it That's blind. true. That's true. Mm. But do you think you've learned about yourself since you've done comedy? I have, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it is. But there's, still there's, I'm still it. thinking about it. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm asking you all these questions. And I haven't shit. thought about he the still actual... still shits and looks at people. And from a practical point of view, you are your own little business. You're your own little entrepreneur. 
So you have to get business skills. You have to ingratiate yourself with promoters, with other things. You have to promote yourself. You have to run your little business in a timely mm. fashion. So you get little business skills as well. You know, sales. especially you guys. You guys have a whole club. Sales. Comedy is selling yourself, isn't it? It is it's selling just, yourself. It's sales. It's selling yeah. an idea. It's selling a silly concept. It's selling whatever you're mm. talking about. And do you know what else, right? Uh, if you've done comedy debates, you realize, you go, okay, this is the debate. Is God male or female? It's like, what's better, cats or dogs? Or whatever the debate is, we've done a few comedy debates. The one I did was like, it's better to love or lost to never love at all, right? And oh it doesn't God. matter which side, but yeah. good, good, just good arguments just to throw it out. And then you think everything you do is a debate, a one-sided debate. No one's going to retort. It's just you on your own. And then isn't that good? You just pick a topic, you pick a subject. So I think comedians make great debaters, and a lot of them are. Oh, yeah. I just Because it's just, you, you pick a topic and you're like, you just write about that. And then humour, as you say, is a great way to set it across. So it is, that, yeah. That's a good, I'm yeah. not saying I'm a good debater, but a lot of, that is a very good, I think a lot of comedians could be debaters. Could Definitely. Be Some already are. Yeah, rhetoric and jokes are tightly aligned. Mm. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I've learned on the business side of things, on the, on the entrepreneurial side of life, is never think of the world as a zero-sum game. Life's not a zero-sum game. There's opportunities to be created. So that person who created a new thing could find a completely new audience by being novel or, you know, finding out a new... Like Joanne McNally. Yeah. She found, like a lot of people go to her show, have never been to stand-up I before, know, she created ever. an she, audience. Yeah. She created an audience. So Amazing. And yeah. then like she's successful, so she's broken the ceiling for women. Yeah. So then other women will float up because people will kind of go, oh, Joanne McNally, you know, it's not like she's taken all the jokes. You know, yeah. she's just, but she's made it just more normalized now that women are funny and really at the top of the game. So it, ra- it's like the trickle down economics. Mm. Ra- the ship is right. Ra- I, I don't know how to put that. <laughs> Things get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, Joanne. Yeah. Joanne. Yeah, very never- true. If you have like little and Aldi are always on the same side of the town. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're always beside where there is a little, there is an Aldi. Why yeah. is that? Are they brothers? They were brothers, but they had a fight. But still, people won't be like, oh my God, the Aldi is taking away from the little... People will be like, oh my God, I want cheap stuff. I'm going to go to that side of the town where the cheap shops are. Mm. So you go... So if there's comedy in the town, you'll go to comedy. There'll be lots of clubs. Like, Liverpool has about seven professional clubs at the weekend. It's yeah. a way smaller population than Dublin. There's no. endless opportunities if you're able to create them. Endless yeah. some. Yeah, there is. I mean, people, ha- people wouldn't have been able to dream of all the things that we have today back in the past. So we don't even know what's out there for it in the future. It'll just be all AI coming to our gigs. It'll be amazing. Robots. Yeah. yeah. As long as robots can laugh, that's all we need. Yeah. Robots laughing. You're and pay in. Yeah. There'll be like Give a Hoover. Jobs. In 20 years, there'll be a Hoover doing the gig here. Your robot Hoover will be what? MCing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He fell down the stairs recently, though. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Is he a Henry? Yeah, he's he's, no, he's fucked now. He's, I don't know if he's a Henry or he's dead. Oh, no. He's gone. He fell down. He's, so, they're supposed to know where the stairs is yeah they have I a sensor they did. yeah oh, i don't know i wasn't home i was away for the weekend it. anna was there she told me that it wasn't her and i was like <laughs> well what are you talking about uh anyway does she not get on with the hoover she never liked it i mean i bought it i bought a new one since how much do they cost by the way uh they're about 170 oh, new. that's not too bad 150 yeah i bought a second one on, on uh second hand on Adverts. Second-hand Hoover. Second-hand Robo-Hoover. Who gets... Oh, no, I, I'm sick of my Robo-Hoover. I miss the Hoovering. They, like, might, they might have upgraded to, like, the super uh, new Robo-Hoover. You know these people they keep up to date? Yeah, there's the a certain percentage of early uptakers that need the newest technology it was, now. It was a middle-aged man. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, he had a bit of spare cash. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I'm buying the next model up now. And I'll sell this one. Yeah. Like, this and that's where sucks. I come. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't suck enough. <laughs> and he sells it. Yeah, so I got the new one who uh, who does not fall down the stairs. This one definitely knows. Uh, I did a test. Know. First thing is, I got home. I threw I, it down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like a precious Victorian woman. <laughs> this thing's crap. No, yeah. I, I stood on the stairs and I put it on hey, baby, and I made it come towards the stairs twice. Hey, to hey, test, hey, and I would have, I was, I was planning to catch it. I was like, Aww. here, hoo, hoo, here. That's so cute. And, and he spotted the edge and he turned around and he hoovered elsewhere. Aww. <laughs> I mean, you just... I was like, good hoo-hoo. Good hoo-hoo. You go, be free. Go away from Dada. Yeah. <laughs> like a bird leaving its nest. Do you ever worry that your hoover will become... Um, Sentient. Sentient, yeah. More sentimental, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> no, it's not going to be sentient. It, it won't, oh, well, that would be the worst sentient robot ever. <laughs> I know I'm hoovering, but i that's all I can do, I guess. Like, yeah. uh, there's no other ah, better, better enjoy it. What if the hoover started getting fancy you and kind of creeping up at night time and trying to like... Sucking you, you, sucking you off. <laughs> <laughs> trying to spell trying to spell things out within the dirt. Like, yeah. just Hoover. I love you. <laughs> Hoover, lo- the love heart. No wonder around, Anna kicked her down the, the stairs. No wonder Anna kicked her down the stairs. You're yeah. too keen on this Hoover. You love that Hoover. suction right. abilities, yeah. You're like giving it, you're, you're sprinkling like confetti on it. <laughs> like those Hoover up this, like the little rainbows. I'm thinking... putting other women's pictures on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, on. what the fuck is going on with the Hoover? I must have just fallen out of a magazine. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't buy magazines. Oh, yeah, that's strange. It's an automated object. I don't know. Those um, sex robots and stuff. I wonder who buys those. You know, this like. Middle aged men again. Same target market. So strange. Robot Hoovers, robot sex wives. Same like, target market. I was just giving Gamers. out to somebody loads about who would ever have a sex doll. It's disgusting. Like, I mean, imagine the, the absolute deranged, ridiculous, sad person that would pay for a sex doll. Have you got a vibrator? I know. It's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same thing. But it's it just shows... a very compact sex robot. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, women only need like a phallic, like straight women just need the phallic vibrator bit, the penis bit. Yeah, the but, man needs but the like whole shebang. But like man need all, we love Our all Our imagination is so weak. Yeah. yeah. We can't we imagine anything. Part. We tried the flashlight, the mm. vagina on the end of the torch. Yeah. It's That's not, a weird it's thing. Not yeah. How annoying yeah. is that working. though? Like, it's great if you if all you need is a little vibrator, and you're going away to do a festival for a month. You're like, well, I know I'm packing that. That's mm. great. But if you're a man with a sex doll, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm packing. You have that, to get a seat on Ryanair yeah. for her. Yeah, come on, Clarice. <gasps> that would be <laughs> hilarious. Um, kind of a sketch slash documentary if. One of you guys, or we'd have to get somebody else to do it, really. You yeah, two Just how far can you get in life with just bringing your sex doll around like she's a real woman? Yeah. And you bring her onto the Ryanair flight. You bring her to parties. Oh, yeah, I'm bringing plus one for a wedding. Yeah. And she's just there. <laughs> yeah. Restaurant renovations. Uh, just the two of us, please. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas, yeah. Day. Christmas Day with your mom. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just, it's very funny. I was, I'd love to know how far I could get by just walking. Because I, I went to get the post... On saying, I won't say where I live because all the creeps will be coming to visit me. But I went to the road I live, and I was like in the nip, and there was nobody in the house, and I was just like, I'll just get the, I'll just get the paper now, and just open the door a bit, and sure nobody will see How me. How in the nip? Fully in the nip? Fully in the nip. But I didn't. I just opened the door, and then for a second, like you know, the crazy thoughts in your head. I was like, I'm just gonna run out and be in the nip because nobody cares on the street. Nobody ever pays me attention. I don't know anyone of my neighbours. I was like, How far would I get if I was just naked in Dublin? 
like before somebody stopped me. Two corners? No, I don't think anyone would stop I don't think anyone, anyone would stop me. I think there'd be such shock. Some guard or somewhere would be like, hey, get away out of that. Go home. <laughs> Go home. Maybe. And they'd have to, but it's so scary so for at men. At some point. At some like point. It's much worse if you were a man with a penis running around. Oh my around. God, that'd be totally legal. If I'm a woman, it's just like. Uh, she's. It's like, oh, she's French. Yeah, um, men's body. Yeah, she's French. Men's, men's bodies are, are either funny or scary. Yeah. There's no funny, in between. They're flaccid, very rarely sexy. Flassy, flassy funny. Flassy funny. <laughs> funny, bone or scary. But women's, yeah, if people, I don't think I'd get in that much trouble for it. Maybe I'll. <laughs> maybe I need to order a brown wig. And get some brown contact lenses and like a fake, mus- no, not a moustache, like fake lips or something and get a fake nose and then, yeah, go with, go down and see how long I can, I can get away with it. Do you know yeah. what? From two experiments, how long can with a sex man... Doll. Well, you do the sex doll thing, I'll do the nip thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Like, yeah. And not in a sex doll, I'll, wear I'll shoes, collect the I think. data. Yeah. Yeah. And... It, like it'll be just great. I'll go and it'll be all Dublin L ones. Oh, would you look at your one, Jesus? You know mm. that could be funny, but no, I think it would be just really weird. Yeah, it's weird. No, it's it's, it's just weird, isn't it? No, naked men are funny, but like yeah, obviously with an erection, I'd love to see like a guy walking around with an erection. Everyone's like, oh my god! But he slowly loses the erection, and it slowly becomes funny. So everyone's yeah. like, uh, uh, and then as it droops <laughs> down, everyone's <laughs> like, everyone's like, uh, uh, oh my god! Uh, uh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> just see, it would just completely flip. It just changed, it would, yeah. changed yeah. the mood. Completely. Laughing and pointing. It goes from yeah. like screaming and pointing to laughing and yeah. pointing. Just outside of school. Very quickly. And it's, uh, it go- it's from threatening to laughter. It's so quick, you know? Mm. Laughter comes out of tension. Yeah, uh, tension plus what, release. What yeah. better way to release tension than a flaccid penis? Flaccid um, penis. I suppose that's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> on that note. How are we doing? What so time yeah. is the gig again? Uh, soon. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. okay. Yeah, we're yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, we should we should wrap up. Wrap up. Anything okay. else uh, you've learned? So, you can get paid from stand-up comedy. You can get laid for stand-up <laughs> comedy if you're a man. Or if you're a woman, men will, other stand-ups will come on You've got you. some admirers. In um, I've gone to gigs and admirers have yes. come up after and said, like, oh, we love you. Remember? About me? Yeah, Leicester Comedy Festival. There was oh, two Leicester. Admirers. Yeah, yeah. Leicester is particular, but they're particularly unattractive people. So ah, I just think, yeah, no, no, I'm but just are they joking. Rich? Are they rich? That's what, what I want. Changes it. Um, what else can you? I know. I'm not complaining. I don't mind. It would be. It's too much of a weird power dynamic if they like you after a gig. I think you have to be yeah. that person you're on stage all the time. Um, what else can you get paid? Get laid? Get to know yourself. Get to know how the world works. Uh, get loads of nice friends anytime you can go to you can be like oh can I do five minutes I'm commuting from Ireland and you can write all of that trip off as a tax expense exactly yeah Yeah. this hair I said it it, I mean it cost me 900 quid but look it's a prop because that's why I wore it onto the podcast so I can justify to my accountant and then I took it off yeah Yeah. perfect it's funny tax deductible like I don't do any jokes about it but there you go yeah Mm. no no it's a costume Damo, any final lesson uh, on what you've learned from stand-up? No, I haven't learned anything yet, but I, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll learn something. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, self-awareness is very good. Mm-hmm. And then not being uh, not being as scared to speak to anyone in public is cool. Yeah, that's true. You're ordering not scared a, of any Ordering a cool breakfast kids. roll over the counter. But is it the chicken or the egg? Like, Were you ever afraid to speak to anyone in public? No, but I got better at it. Like, I would just freak people out. Oh, right. Your tactics are better oh. now. Yeah, better tactics. Yeah, okay. You were never Actually, afraid, and now you've got tactics to go along with your lack of fear. Yeah, I was always good at going up to strangers and saying 
stuff, but then it, it would just be too fucking wacky or something. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, like I realized, like, say you think of something funny to say, say that's like the regular small talk first and then the joke, then it would be funny. But if you say the joke first and you don't know them, they'd be like, who is this crazy person? Mm. Yeah. Small talk first, then gag. So I'm on stage the same. If you think of something, you, go, you have to have the setup before the punchline. That's so true. Like if you're chatting somebody up, you do the small talk first, then you tell them the beautiful. So say you got onto a bus and you, you just you, you sat next to the person next to you and you're like, man, that bus driver's crazy. They'd be like, they'd be thinking, no, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if you sat down and you were and you were like, oh, man, it's nice out today. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, thanks. Oh, sit here. Anyone sit here? No, no. Where uh, you? You get the boy. You're going. Yeah. Jeez. Did you notice that bus driver's crazy? <laughs> yeah, he sort of is. Like, okay, you know, that kind good. of, that kind yeah, of scenario. You're, you're prepping mm. them. I learned, I learned that. It took years, but like, I, f- I was like, man, I thought I was funny. On stage I was, and I was like, off stage I'm not. It's like, no, 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 I was just ju- you're jumping in too soon in conversation. Ah, okay. So ease into it. I love how you had to kind of break that down into kind of clinical steps before hitting them. <laughs> Mm. You're like, oh, I see what's going on here. I'm yeah. coming in too fast. Yeah. Whereas most people stick to the small talk. You try to jump straight to the gag every time. Yeah. So you just have big talk, no small talk. You had to learn small talk. Yeah, yeah. There's a scientific term, transaction analysis. Oh, what's where that? It's like the, uh, it's like the, this kind of psychological analysis of uh, discussion, talking back and forth, power plays, kind of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you've come up with a transaction analysis to improve your hit ratio of your gags. Initially, you were going in blind, and now you're like, I oh, you need to analyze the transaction mm-hmm. to build up the setup before freaking a per- this old lady on the bus <laughs> yeah, out yeah, yeah. and giving her a heart attack. I yeah. need to build it up, and then, yeah. That's a good way of saying it. Also, yeah. I learned because of taking a lot of flights to gigs and all that, like even no one wants to... The joke is you don't want to talk to the pe- person next to you. You don't want no. to talk to the stranger next to you. But I've met so many, met nice sound, so many yeah. nice people. Mm-hmm. And, and like, even if you don't want to talk, str- even if you don't want to talk to them straight away, you're wrecked. It's first thing in the morning, whatever. You sit down. You're like, hey, hey. You ha- just break straight away. Just say, hey. Just like, um, it's like, oh, that's hey, that secret. pilot's crazy. What that pilot <laughs> is nuts? <laughs> Did you hear the mental health report in that pilot? Yeah, he's my. This ex. pilot's good. He's definitely yeah. suicidal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Oh, sorry. Start with the small talk. Small talk. Small talk first, and then like, oh, seatbelt. Oh, yeah, cool. And then that might. Oh, that, there's a good moment that when might you, start, when you, but that might not. But you take their seatbelt by accident on the mm. plane. Yeah. Do oh. that on purpose. And you've got the two. It's a cutesy, yeah, it's a cutesy yeah. interaction. Like, oh, sorry. And then, yeah. and, then, and then you take the other side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, that's your other one. Yeah, yeah. and then you have two. <laughs> yeah, because why do I do that? It's because you don't want the first interaction of you two being you saying, excuse me, I need to go take a shit. <laughs> it's true, or, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Like, so, oh, I need to move. So, like, it's just broken. And then if, and then if yeah. a conversation does come up, you've already said, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. It. People, uh, my aunt met her husband on a plane. Yeah. She just happened to sit beside him. Hey, that look at it. that. 24D, 24E. 24D. <laughs> <laughs> that's what said on their wedding invites. Yeah, yeah, it did. Are they and still that's together? also her bra size. Are they still together? Yeah, they stayed together, although it didn't really do that well because it turned out that he was gay. And um, What? Yeah. yeah it but, was he just, but they stayed married anyway, and then she... It was the 80s. It was the 80s. It was, it was a, the 80s, It was exactly. a plane to Brighton. Yeah, it was she, a plane. <laughs> she didn't see bride. Brighton Where you Airport. <laughs> He was wearing a yeah, net, yeah. Net, net, net top. Yeah. <laughs> he had a rainbow umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Does Brighton Airport, it doesn't exist, does it? Well, it's going to land for me, baby. Woo. Yeah. 
I don't know. I never spotted it. I just never yeah. thought. He had ripped denim shorts. I mean, it looked great. Yeah. <laughs> and he ran a pub in Cork called the High B. It's still there. And he was really the he, High B. He was very. He was a great character. He's an alcoholic. And right, yep. he would like if somebody had a mobile phone in the pub. He would like one day he threw somebody's mobile phone into their drink and stuff like that. Wow, man! Yeah, but there people lo- like some people love that. Like, yeah. oh, he tells the truth. Yeah, because it was opposite the barrister's place or you know the, the wherever they do do that business in Cork. Like, oh, he's such a character. Yes, he threw my phone into my up my asshole. What a laugh, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, he he did. Yeah, so actually, that story is really sad. He isn't. He passed away, and she's still running the high B. Wow. So, yeah, and well, then, some good. Some good has come out of it. She got a pub. She got a pub. Gay dude and got a pub. Yeah, from a flight. Just from a flight. Yeah. She's really she's really attractive. So do you notice that people who are very very good looking? The the story of how they met is really boring. I bet you. Oh, how yeah. did you and Sandra met? Cause Sandra is gorgeous, and you are not a bad-looking man. So you probably just saw each other in a nightclub or something. Back in the day, uh, it was one AM in a nightclub. You see, yeah. there's no story there. Whereas normal looking to unattractive people would be like, "Well, I was working with him for years in the telecom factory, and we, I, he, you disgusted me, and he smelt of onions. But one day we got very, very drunk, and we got together, and then we decided <laughs> to procreate. Like their stories would be much more complicated, involving a lot of time spent together yeah, the, the and growing on each other. Last the grooming period. Is longer. The elephant yeah. man is still working on it. Again. Yeah. Still working <laughs> on it. you and Sandra was just like, yeah, we, we, I looked at him, he looked at me. We're still oh, together. I'd like to say that. No, no. With me, it was instant. With her, it was like years of just no way. grinding away. Yeah, yeah. Persistence. <laughs> I still don't know if she loves me, if she's just like, fine. I think, I'm still not sure. But um, yeah, like she's not going anywhere. She's 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 you baby so trapped far. that girl. Baby trapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It wasn't a quick baby trap though. You were together twenty years before the baby. Trap. Yeah, yeah, we were twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did it just at the right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, she's probably gonna itchy feet, baby. You house trapped her first <laughs> by getting a house in the, one of the most beautiful parts of Dublin, urban apartment. That was clever. That was clever. Yeah. yeah. In a basement as well, so she can't really climb out. She can't Very get good. Out. She's mm. trapped. Yeah. You put oil on the steps. Good yeah. luck. Oh, they get those crazy steps. Got the baby sorted. Yeah. Like, it's the Fritzl story all over. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do now when Max goes to, to college or wherever he leaves school? He's finished the leave insert. Oh, you have to come up with to... another scheme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, that's when I can do all the stuff I've promised her all these years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's still hanging out. We'll get to New York for Christmas one day, baby. One day. <laughs> like, every year. We'll New York for Christmas. Never fucking make it. One day. <laughs> one day but like yeah just like hooking us along it's different with a kid it just changes but then you have to remember you know like I don't want to be those parents you know when the kids leave house and they're just like they just keep <gasps> empty nesters they just keep like folding mm. their clothes washing yeah. their clothes <laughs> it's like nah the second that kid's out the door we are back to how we used to be it's like yeah travelling around doing stuff writing stuff doing reading things drugs. watching things doing drugs doing loads of drugs yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the stuff we we're interested in yeah yeah cool that'll be interesting yeah Max you're going to make him leave school when he's 14 get a job yeah. out here I think, I think this I think our generation is going to age very well and like it doesn't matter how old but i think we are used to just sitting and watching not scrolling because we remember no internet there's the amount of binges we want to like the amount of tv series you know when when i'm on my deathbed i'm like fine i can finally finish the wire <laughs> that's you what know? you want to do like oh, i never i never watched 24 
with Kiefer Sutherland. I never you know, watched like, that, no. You know, there's so much I want to do when I'm just invalid, just drooling, sitting there in a chair really old or whatever. Yeah, I'll watch, that's true. I'll watch Succession I when I'm wait. in the nursing home. Like, but You don't like, even need to use your hand because the young people, they'll want to scroll. They're used to their phones. Something you know I really want to do is uh, stand-up comedy this show tonight because people are actually coming in the door right now. Oh, wow. What a good and suave link there. Hey. That's you do Something learn, I learned. Yeah, from comedy is how yeah. to, to do segues into yeah. your life. Yeah. Every yeah. Time segues I start, and callbacks so and conversations. Very, very powerful tricks. Very powerful. Just yeah. waiting for a moment mm. to get a call. If you want to get out of a conversation, right? If you, you're yeah. in a situation where you you meet someone at a bar, you're at a fucking party, whatever, wedding, and you're stuck talking to fucking Mickey's uncle or whatever <laughs> and you're like oh Jesus Christ 20 minutes at the table here what am I <laughs> call back to the initial subject or something about Mickey that he revealed early on ah. just use it as a callback it doesn't have to be that funny but just like yeah. whatever there he's talking about now reference it back to something early ah. and it's like it feels mm. to Mickey that like the conversation has come, yeah. come to an end ah, yes. sure. and I'll he doesn't even notice that you've just abruptly left him it's great so it'd be like, Asher, I'll shoot off now. A bit like yourself when you shoot the old sperm from the horse into the cheeser pony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, nice. and then everyone's That's like, oh it. my God, wow, I feel so satisfied. Yeah, it's satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Circular narrative. Because yeah. old, old Uncle Mickey is, what was the name of the mm-hmm. Spanish job of Man- oh, Manofrotto? Yes, Manofrotto? Oh yeah, well, everybody, the word of the day is... Caballo. No, yeah, the first Fagado. thing that came up was horse semen collection. No, it's up to yeah. the top. Mamporero. 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 Yeah. Well, you know yourself. Mamporero. Hair today, gone tomorrow. Hey. Better leave with my weave. Hair today, gone tomorrow. Uh, Lots of love, everybody. Mamporero. When you get the semen into the young mare, and she's an old one, but she's a love stallion. And Mamporero. That's to me what all Spanish people sound like. Okay, this is a really quick thing. Uh, <laughs> we're supposed to come to an end, but it made me think for a second. Mamperero and semen, trying to get semen from one horse into a mare that he, the horse doesn't want, the stallion doesn't want. And blah, blah, blah. It's like a sperm bank in a way, isn't it? You're like, it's like you're using it's, you're kind of human techniques for horses. Actually, do you know what would be it's dreadful if people were having fertility problems and they were in their 40s and then they did the same thing? where your like, hot young cousin had to come and wave her ass in front of your husband and then they pulled her away and you were there. Ha, 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 ha. Gotcha. Yeah. It would be so... Be, yeah, I could open this clinic and... You mentioned like, Pony Teaser as... as it's, have you got a friend who's like a t- teaser pony? A few little hot friends oh, now. Oh, man, Pereira is for, you know, for people. Yeah, yeah, that you can kind of be like, oh, this is... And then you see men will be like, oh, her friend is 23. Well, she couldn't be more than 32. Just mm. keep thinking that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I heard recently about uh, sperm banks. There was a big case. I think it was in Denmark, where one guy was donating. Oh a yeah, sperm. And he was this actually is good. He, he was autistic. But <laughs> in his uh, in his report, that's no excuse. In his report, he said he wa- he didn't mention the autism. He said he had like three PhDs. He was handsome now because you use a picture. So the person selecting the sperm. They will ah. see the picture of the person. Yeah. Like, wow, that that guy's gorgeous, and he's six foot two, and he he he's a champion basketball player of Denmark. He made up a load of shit about himself. Whoa! But he was handsome. So he didn't have any three PhDs, did he? He did not have three PhDs. I don't know if he had a fucking. Uh, uh, do you know what? If somebody had three PhDs, that's oh, that is a massive red flag. Like you yeah. went to college for seven years. 
Then he went to college for another seven years. Okay. Then he, I don't know yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. he wrote okay, on okay, the fucking. Enough, he he right. said it was it was some yeah. big fucking yeah. qualifications. He had a big three yeah. This guy yeah. didn't even have a PS one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said. Okay. Okay. But he he made up some shit on the form. Yeah. And um, they didn't. Know, so then so then basically the fucking sperm banks didn't do enough of a background check to see that he was autistic. They didn't even try and make eye contact with the guy who came in the door. I was like, come on. Well, I wouldn't if they're about to give him, I would, if I'm the woman giving him the cup and the dirty magazines, the Danish Playboy or whatever they use, I'd be like, there you go, sir. Yeah, <laughs> so they don't know if he's just shy or autistic. Yeah, because yeah, everyone seems a bit sheepish when they're going in to jack off in his little room. It's like when yeah. you're taking a poo. Um, <laughs> in front of people he made full eye contact when he jizzed that should, but like you, so they had no idea I guess they just didn't do f- proper background checks to see if the person had autism right Yeah. or whatever else was going on but so many children from sperm banks he, he, he donated so much sperm to so many different sperm banks so many children were coming up with autism from these uh, uh, mothers who had taken uh, sperm and there was an, some of them got together and were like you have an autistic child and they were like you have an autistic child and you went they to the same like sperm this. bank they look like this they're he liars they're all liars these kids they all say they have like the past school already <laughs> he's three all he can say is PhD I'm like what the fuck's going <laughs> is on is it because is it, are they good looking and therefore they don't have the social skills or is there something else yeah and he's not German <laughs> so <laughs> that's a Danish accent darling uh, you can do German yeah. and horse I can do well. everything <laughs> I meant like he's autistic he's not yeah. German okay um, right Oh, yeah. right, well, yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah, yeah. So anyway, a big investigation. Yeah, turned out the, uh, I don't know if the police got involved or whatever, but the fucking sperm banks got in big trouble. Some of them had to close down because they couldn't pay out the, uh, mm-hmm. the fucking, they got sued for so much. Um, so, you know, if you are doing a teaser pony, be careful who you're teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful who you tease him. That whole, whole build-up made yeah. no sense. To the no. I was like, how do like, I close this up? So, Uncle Mickey, so if you're plausible, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Be careful who I'm teasing. Okay, so I watch me now tonight. I'll make friends with some good-looking young one in the audience, and then yeah. me and her will go on the pull. And um, so the moral of the story yeah. is: do a background check for semen donors. That's yeah, what that's saying. the moral of today's. Episode. If you run a sperm bank, ask a few more questions. <laughs> Look them in the eye when they ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the real truth comes out. That fifteen-minute window afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's you don't need to talk to him on the way in. Talk to him on the way out. Yeah, just yeah, after yeah, yeah. he's he's blown his load to a cup. Sorry, where are you looking? Where are you looking? Yeah, where are you looking? It's like, all right, I've never got any PhD. We got. They always tell the truth after they come into a cup. Uh, okay, <laughs> Give me okay. that magazine. We back. really got to get going. Okay. The show is going to start now in a minute. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Any closing advice? <laughs> I just start the back. Start oh the no, conversation I've given again. all my terrible wisdom to you. Now go wisdom. off and and be and be mm. wise and and live your lives and just watch Succession or run a marathon or whatever you normal people do. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do great tonight. Uh, I'm. I think I'm hosting, so yeah. I'll be the Mamparero for the for the. Thank evening. you very much. That is what a, the MC is. <laughs> here, the teaser pony. Giving me a little hand job backstage to get me warmed up. Get warmed up. If you've enjoyed this podcast, and you want to. You want to help us out? Recommend it to your friends. Tell, uh, send it as a link uh, to a few WhatsApp groups, or whatever you're in, and uh, drop us a review on whatever you listen it to. Five stars, thank you. Yeah, if you love Irish comedy, just keep on send- spending it around. And we're on YouTube. Just look up Crackdown Comedy Club. You'll see clips of this. 
podcast. I'm going to throw it up. And, and there's clips of AD doing stand-up. There's clips of us doing stand-up. And many other acts doing stand-up. They're all made on the practice. And Instagram and TikTok and all the stuff. And Grana. Thank you. And uh, Mares Jizz mm. all over. And if you... <laughs> Mares if you love, old Mares love jizz.com. And if you go to a sperm bank and uh, in, in Denmark or in Ireland, there's a chance you might get to know us a lot more than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aideen. Thank you, Aideen. Thank you, Aideen.